All right, I only got one take at this. Okay, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. <sighs> Welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast of ThetaGang.com. I'm your host, Junie, and thanks for tuning in. Just as a disclaimer, these are only my opinions, and anything said in this podcast and future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. I have recently moved into a new room in my house. Um, yeah, your boys, your boys, yeah, your boys going places. Uh, yeah, so it's a little bit bigger. I don't know if you guys could tell, but there's a bit of an echo. Uh, I hope to soundproof at least my recording part of the room. Um, excited uh, again. It's a little bit bigger, so please bear with me. Uh, your boy is moving up in life. So, yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, let's just dive straight into it. Uh, this week is a pretty uneventful week for earnings. Uh, the only two notable companies that I can see are uh, Domino, which has earnings before the bell on Tuesday, October 8th, and Levi. Uh, pro- you're probably wearing their jeans. Uh, they have their earnings on also on Tuesday, on October 8th of this week. Alright, and just as an update from uh, last week's positions, the longer dated calls that I sold on Beyond Meat, they're still open, they're still doing pretty well. Um, I did sell one very short-term put that if I had held on to it, I would have gone in 100% profit from had I not sold it out of emotion and uh, fear and all this uh, mumbo-jumbo. Um, I would have been up like a good 100 bucks, but I didn't hold on to it because, well, you know, I'm an emotional trader sometimes too. I get caught in the grind. I don't hold on to all of my things that I preach all the time. I'm human too. But this is just one of the cases where I learn from it. I'm going to be more cognizant of it next week. Um, I'm going to be looking to open another Beyond, uh, or at least sell another Beyond put. Uh, just because the premium on Beyond puts are insane. If you compare buying a equally out the money call from an out the money put, it's 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 like a four x difference on the on the amount of premium collect for just taking on the risk. So um, I'll be looking to enter a spread, um, uh, selling a put spread at least on Beyond sometime this week, um, and then going to be further maintaining my position on the Beyond calls, the longer dated ones. Speaking of selling calls on companies that should not succeed, we got Peloton. Uh, I'm selling a long, longer dated Peloton uh, call spread for 23-29 spread. Uh, it's doing all right. I mean, it's not like blistering green, but it's it's doing okay. Um, I just I can't fathom the idea of someone paying $2,000 for a bike and then having to pay a subscription service to use the bike. Like, it just, it makes no sense. Like, high class or middle class or even low class, like, I just, I don't see the value in running a piton. Like, like imagine, like, every single, every single <laughs> financial class it just d- wouldn't use it. Like, think about when, you know, lower class, Lower class wants to buy things that are frivolous that they can show off uh, in public, right? You got them Gucci belts, you got that polo sweater, you got you got these Yeezys on, right? That's that's consumer retail at its finest. You you're not gonna carry around your Peloton bike 
uh, and then it, like <laughs> and then show that off, right? So that's not how it works. Middle class, middle class wouldn't buy a Peloton. Like we 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 just don't do that. I'm very much middle class. I would never buy a Peloton knowing my options I have out there. Like all the my social media like Instagram influencers are not buying Pelotons. They're buying you know gym memberships. They're you know sharing their newest workout tips. They're doing everything not on a peloton and then you got high class people but then how many high class people do you really have right like oh uh, they're they're called the one percent for nothing or they're not called the one percent for nothing uh so you know the, the market that peloton is trying to reach is it, it's not big enough to justify that valuation they're valued like a tech company um but very much is just like a ipad stuck to a stuck to a bike so I mean, no shade to Peloton, um, at least to like the hardworking people that work there, uh, because obviously we have mismatch of vision. But you know, I I always always appreciate hard work being put into a product, um, but it, I just I just myself don't see it. Um, and just as a disclaimer here, I again like I mentioned earlier, uh, just a minute ago, I do have a Peloton position. I have sold a. Uh, call credit spread to someone so that's open i don't quite know when i'm gonna close it maybe when it's 50 percent profit or maybe i'll let it ride 200 percent. i don't quite know yet but that's my little rant on peloton all right quick little plug this is just a little uh teaser almost as you say for uh the next next week um next next week uh is not as boring as this one we have netflix earnings on the 16th i gotta double check that as the date gets closer but it looks like we have netflix wednesday of next next week on the 16th um that's gonna be a big earnings uh netflix is definitely um a big driver in tech you're gonna see nasdaq very much go up or down um with that and you're gonna see qq also go up and down um yeah, big, big, big week ahead of us. They report after the banks on the 15th. Um, you know, Warren Buffett has moved a lot of money in there. A lot of safe money has gone back into banks. Um, so, you know, we're, we're trying to see where the money belongs. And right now, you know, momentum stocks, anything uh, or any company that, you know, boasts about subscriber counts or, you know, new users, you, we're being more wary of that, right? Because um, having this maths, massive uh, growth potential isn't as cool anymore. We're kind of now taking a taking a step back from cool tech IPOs and we're really seeing, hey, does this company, is this company actually gonna make money? Is this, am I going to get my money back for investing in this company? Um, just to uh, further, further play that note is just, we look at WeWork, right? WeWork has now uh, filed against their IPO or they're choosing not to IPO anymore. So, I mean, it's a good direction um, where, you know, where these this, the market is going to, um, that we're just being more careful where we're printing our money. Um, but, you know, it's going to cause some volatility while we uh, determine, you know, where the big money is really going to be ending up, uh, you know, putting their putting their eggs in. And lastly, to uh, top off this weekly cap, uh, I just want to go and briefly say that after the Netflix earnings, we have a boatload of earnings after that. I mean, those next two weeks after Netflix include, um, you know, TD Ameritrade, Snap, Chipotle, Visa, P&G. You got Microsoft, Tesla, PayPal, Facebook, Boeing, Amazon, Starbucks, Twitter, Alphabet. I feel like I'm doing the Pokemon rap song. It's, that's not even half. That's not even half. So Netflix very much sets the tone 
for going into this very tech-driven earnings uh, season for those two weeks after Netflix. So it's going to be interesting to see um, how Netflix carries that because, you know, the smart money is moving into value uh, rather than uh, like momentum-driven stocks. So again, uh, if you are a company that relies on subscriber growth, uh, you know, investors are going to be less likely to uh, put their money for risk in a growth perspective. Rather, they want companies that are already bringing revenue or have a very high chance of bringing revenue, and that's where the money is currently flowing. All right, uh, that's about it. That's that's earnings. Um, so I talked about Peloton. I talked about Beyond Meat. Um, I'm just probably gonna just be playing those two um, symbols for the rest of the week, uh, adjusting my trades, so and so forth. Um, but as for this new section, new website updates for ThetaGang.com, uh, you can now link links, which is pretty cool. Uh, you weren't able to do that before. Uh, I know my boy Kamikaze Cash was posting some links before. Um, <laughs> you actually just couldn't copy and paste even <laughs> because the, the on-click handler was not placed correctly. <laughs> and I didn't do any link parsing for links. So <laughs> uh, that's fixed now. Uh, so you can post links. Um, especially if you want to help uh, a fellow, you know, Theta Gang member with, you know, helpful links to your favorite resources and whatnot, you can now do that. Um, but otherwise, currently, I'm working on the feature where you can add trades. So the time has finally come. I felt like it was just more important to do this feature than anything else because what brings commodity more than people showing their trades? Nothing. So you know, you always value. The opinion of people that actually put their you know money where their mouth is right so it's gonna be good finally to see you know who's actually backing their claims or who wants to back their claims and uh, theta gang is now a platform where you can do that um so i'm just super excited to bring that uh to you guys i just want to make sure that i do it um, the best way possible. You know, I don't want you to have to go into datagang.com and have to dredge putting in a trade. I want to make it as easy as possible. And I'm putting an emphasis on that. So just know when it does come out, probably next week, um, that it's going to be the best possible I can make it. And I'm always uh, receptive to feedback if you want to leave it. But uh, I have put a lot of thinking into this. And I'm pretty sure you guys would love it. So stay tuned for that. All right, let's jump into it. Let's get it. Uh, today, <laughs> today we're going to be talking about one of the most commonly uh, asked questions, um, and that is, how much should I start with? Like all answers um, that I give on this podcast, it's all relative, right? There's just some suggestions that I can give with some insight that can maybe sway you in one direction over the other. Um, but let's just take uh, a few different cases, right? Like, um, it depends what your goals are. Um, if your goal is to make a steady income in options, I'd probably call you stupid because uh, I just don't believe in that. I just don't believe that you can make a steady income in options unless if you're unbelievably rich um, that you can sell just, you know, credit spreads on all day and just do that for a living. But I'm going to assume that you do not uh, have an unlimited supply of money or you are unbelievably rich because you are listening to a boy talking to himself in his room. Okay, but I digress. Everything is relative, right? Um, I can tell you uh, that, you know, if you started out with 50K, you'd be golden. 
Um, but that's me not relating to my average follower, right? My average follower and my average demographic is, you know, a kid still in college that might have like a thousand dollars lying around or like some hundreds of dollars lying around. And these kids are asking <laughs> kids like I'm barely older than that, right? Like, um, but these traders are asking me you know Junie how much should I be starting out with especially if I want to do trades like Theta Gang and you know just first and foremost I think the flat number minimum that you want is 2,000 um, you can maybe get a, get around with like a thousand bucks but uh, after you hear my reasoning um, it'll make a little bit more sense but if you wanted the answer just outright you know if you're about to step out of the car right now uh, because you got a short commute that's only 12 minutes long because that's that's where we are in this podcast we're at like at 12 23 12 24 um, then you know you know that 2000 is a good minimum but stick around uh, let me explain why all right so I gave uh, a little bit of shade to, you know, the person coming on here wanting to make income, uh, at least, you know, a very, very reliable source of income from options. And, you know, I'm going to continue throwing that shade because I don't think that's a healthy way to look at options. I, I very much feel like you should take it uh, very leisurely in the beginning. Uh, it helps take away the emotion. So just know that any money that you put into options uh, can vanish in an instant or you know vanish in one swipe of a finger if you're doing robin hood um but let's take for example uh you know the healthy portfolio of like maybe like double of the minimum that i say like you start with four thousand um you have to take a look at how many trades you want to be executing and then look at you know the uh, risk defined loss that you can potentially take on each of those trades and compare it to the credit you're receiving on each of those trades and this is assuming again uh, that you want to do theta gang trades right where you collect premium or you collect money from people buying contracts from you because you're selling them because you don't think that the contracts will be worth anything because they're very much out of the money or very much going against a trend that other people think it's going to so with that known that we want to be part of Theta Gang and we want to execute these high volume trades, right? We want to do these as frequently as possible so that they, these probability of profit chances actually work out because, you know, as Theta Gang, we are selling contracts, many of them, um, that we think will expire out of the money, uh, but these take time. So, you know, you always have to take consideration that, you know, while a contract is open, that, you know, you could be using that money towards something else. So you want to be making sure that the premium you're collecting uh, does make sense for your timeline of when you expect to make money. Um, you know, just I hope that's not <laughs> expected that you make money regularly and often uh, enough and where you know it's reliable uh, but instead you know you just want a solid growth trajectory uh, for this leisurely hobby okay I'm done I'm done talking about <laughs> I swear I'm done talking about um, making money or passive income okay I'm done I'm done I'm done okay 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 but going back so um, what I do personally is I like my trades having a max loss of around 400 or 500 dollars and I like to collect um, about a hundred dollars a trade that's what I like and in order to make that happen um, you know I want to make sure that any of my um, trades that go south with this five hundred dollar max loss 
will only put me ever down on my total portfolio 1% or 1 to 5%. That's more accurate. All right, let's do some quick maths, and I promise it won't be too complicated. Let's say, for example, you have a 20K portfolio, right? This is 20K that you're dedicating to make Theta Gang trades with. Now, if you took 2.5% of that, you would get 500. If you went to the AMD ticker screen on your favorite broker like Tastyworks, uh, you would realize that you can sell just about five, no, no, let's see here, six. Yeah, you can sell six call credit spreads um, for the 3031 strike on AMD, and you could have a max loss of 486, but in exchange for taking on that risk, someone will pay you $114. Now, that's pretty good, right? So you're getting $114 for risking 486. So that's that's where that's where like my max loss comes in, right? I have a max loss um, range of about 500 bucks, maybe sometimes 400, uh, depending on the week or trade or symbol. But that's it right there. So with that, I can have up to 40 trades, uh, and any trade in that 40 trades would continue to allow me to trade the remaining amount. So for example, if this trade was my very first trade where I sold six call credit spreads on AMD um, with a max loss of 486 and I collected 114, if this went way in the money and it blew me out of the water, boo-hoo, right? I have 39 other trades that I can do because I have a 2.5% um, percent, um ever allocated in any trade or aka 2.5% of 20k aka $500 max loss in each one aka 40 tries or 40 trades I can do that each can hit max loss and I can continue now this is the tricky part because not everyone in the world has 20k but there's a lot of traders and a lot of people online that think this way you know these are very old people that have you know very well built our IRAs and all these this home equity that they could take mortgages out of right and <laughs> they talk to millennial traders like we have just like boatloads of money but here I am right here is a full-blown millennial with a podcast I'm missing some avocado toast but I'm telling you just just from the bottom of my heart I don't think you should do theta gang trades if you have less than 2k um, it just doesn't it just doesn't give you enough um, like tries if if a few trades go go south like in a row um, where you know if you had a little bit more cushion like 4 or 5k um, that you'd be able to do it but anything less than 2k is just it would get you off to a too bad of a start um, unless if you really um, you know were able to have access to more capital then yeah sure but again if you were to just go the theta gang all the way and you wanted to really commit to this um, then you know 5k would be probably best where you can uh, keep that 5% um, max loss and so now that I'm thinking about it, um, you're probably asking like, okay, so why don't I just put in 500 and just do a 5% max loss from there? And real quickly, let me pause here because I don't want to record this part again. It took me so long to articulate this. Hold on. So I'm going to, in this next bit, I'm going to explain why it's not a good idea to do a 5% of 500 or a 5% max loss on a $500 portfolio. 
All right, okay, so 5% max loss on a $500 portfolio. So you're thinking, yo, Junie, uh, why you hustling me? Um, I got 500 bucks, why don't I just do 5% max loss on each of those? And to that, I say commissions. Um, if you are on a broker that pays commissions, um, then they're going to eat you up. Unless if you want to do Theta Gang trades on Robinhood, then by all means, go on Robinhood. Um, that will probably get around this argument, though I have other arguments to go towards a broker that has commissions, but that will come at the end of the podcast. Um, but for now, uh, if you want to, if, if you're very hard-headed and you really want to do Theta Gang on 500, go do it on Robinhood. Um, absolutely do not do it on a broker that pays com or that um, you know charges commissions because you are going to get eaten alive for those so for example if you wanted to you know do this you know max loss of 25 uh, first of all that's I don't even know if that's I don't even know if that's possible dude like quantity 125 yeah like this the, the the shortest width is 50 cents. So <laughs> you're going to need at least a max loss of 50 uh, for any of this to make sense. Uh, so let's say the I'm going to actually going to change my opinion and say that the absolute bare minimum is a thousand uh, because at that point, 5% of a thousand is 50 and that it, that matches the width of the smallest strike. Um, so you know, if we went back to AMD with that same example, we can sell the 30 call and buy the 3050 um, call, and you would have a short call credit spread, and that will give you a max loss of 38, and you would pocket 12. However, you have to pay commissions on this B. You gotta pay commissions. So, um, you know, on Tastyworks, this could cost you two bucks, which is easily almost twenty percent. It's like almost there. It's like eighteen, maybe. I'm not really good with quick maths, though. I did it earlier, but you gotta just trust me because you're driving and you can't use your calculator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude, um, twenty percent um, taken by commissions is not the business so you can see why um, you know having a max loss of 500 makes such a big difference because uh, the credit you receive definitely outscales the commission you pay um, but that's also the reason why I say that if you're very hard-headed about this and you really really want to do it um, then yeah make your max loss as small as possible on Robinhood though you're going to be collecting premium so slow uh, that is probably going to just detract you from the whole Theta Gang idea. Um, it's just not worth it. So um, let me let me go ahead and revisit the idea with um, you know uh, all the different tiers of portfolios. Whew. Okay, so that little bit got a little jumbled up, but I feel like I saved it at the end. So five hundred dollars. You want to do Theta Gang trades with five hundred dollars? I'm going to just say good luck. I wish you well. Go on Robinhood and give it a go. You know, make your strikes of your uh, <laughs> to make the widths of your strikes, uh, 50 cents, uh, and just go for it. Right, just do as many as you can. Uh, maybe you're just learning and you want to see how price actions move on options. Uh, go for it. Um, this is also just a little segue into. 
uh, how I feel about paper trading. I feel like you should just play with real money in Robinhood so you could get the mentality of you know you can't get you can't get money if you don't risk money um, because paper trading will give you confidence and um, you know it will make the losers feel not like losers and then you feel all confident. You go into a real broker and the second you actually lose like a few dollars of your real money, you start panicking. Um, that's very much uh, where I found myself. Um, yeah, believe it or not, <laughs> I used to be scared of losing just like a few bucks on a trade. Um, so I, I know very much how it feels to very like to start fresh in the market. So I also understand how much you guys would want to just join the theta game mentality. And that's why I say go on Robinhood so you don't get eaten up by commissions. However, um, if you want to actually be collecting premium, uh, enough premium where, you know, the commissions won't be eating up your, your the premium you receive, you want to be having a portfolio of at least 2K. If you have uh, at least 2K, let me just plug it in real quick right here, then you can have a max loss of $100 a trade, which gives you a strike width of a dollar that you can have. Um, so for example, if I click right here, um, you can have about a max loss of 61 and collect $39 on a 29.30 spread of AMD, which is decent. I mean, you could do a few of these too. So, you know, 5% of 200 being uh, 100 that gives you, I believe, 40 trades that you can still do. Yeah, that <laughs> that's how math works, dummy. Um, so yeah, you have 40 trades to do this. Um, if you had 2k, um, with uh, selling strike prices that are apart by a dollar, very, very cool. I mean, this seems very much way more doable than having a max loss of 25 bucks because that just does that just doesn't make sense. You wouldn't be able to click premium fast enough to make it worthwhile, um, to make it worth your time. But you know, given that you uh, decide to put more money in, like say 4K or you know 10K, 20K, that's where you really start feeling theta gain, right? That's where you really start collecting the time premium where you're like, wow, I can't believe people are paying me uh, to sell these options. Um, and, you know, if someone new is listening to this, they're probably thinking like, well, you're just picking up pennies in front of a steamroller, dude. Um, but we all know from previous episodes, from two previous episodes, you can choose the size of the steamroller, fam. You can choose the, uh, uh, you know, the width of your spread because we're not trading naked here. We don't do naked trades on ThetaGain.com, at least for now until <laughs> I start doing them. <laughs> But yeah, for now, uh, we are indeed not picking pennies in front of a steamroller, rather a very slow moving car that we are hoping to sue and pay our college tuition off with. Yeah, you, you didn't you didn't see that coming. You didn't see that coming, did you? Um, so, yeah, I mean, that that's that's about it. Um, just uh, just to wrap it up. Um, let me just say a few, uh, <laughs> a few key points here. If you must join Theta Gang or start selling options like Theta Gang with a $500 portfolio or anything less than 2k you definitely want to do it on a broker that doesn't charge commissions my favorite one being Robinhood however if you want to take it a little bit more seriously start collecting a little bit more premium on each of your trades and have a little bit more fun then you want to take your $2,000 to Tastyworks the cheapest broker for options I'll explain a little bit later why that is so 
Um, but ideally, you want around 4K or more so that you could be collecting even more premium on each of your trades and you really start feeling the impact that you're that you're receiving for taking on this risk for selling these um, out the money options so um, 4k and over is absolutely the recommended number however you can have as low as 2k and still have a decent time but um, you know $500 or you know 600 700 800 um, you're you're better off doing other strategies and options if you absolutely must do options you're better off doing other strategies, um, but you know maybe build up your portfolio, maybe build up your wealth, and come back to Theta Gang, revisit it after studying a little bit more, listening a little bit more of the podcast, and uh, by then hopefully you can have around that two thousand, three thousand, four thousand plus um, portfolio range. All right, uh, I think I mentioned briefly earlier in the podcast on why Tastyworks is the cheapest broker for options. And uh, you'll see a lot in the uh, news outlets for these uh, fintech companies um, that are boasting a 65 cent commission fee for um, options. And so I just want to shed some light there. Um, that is 65 cents to open as well as close. Um, and that also means 65 cents to write a contract as well as cl uh, close a contract. So that equals a dollar thirty. Tastyworks currently has a option price or commission price of a dollar. So Tastyworks is 30% cheaper than all the other brokers that are boasting this 65 cent fee. Tastyworks um, has and still is the cheapest broker for options. Um, it's by a wide margin and there's a lot of people saying on Reddit um, that you know, if if you're worried about uh, you know trading or you know paying 65 cents for an option fee, then you probably shouldn't be trading anyway. And all this stuff. No, 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 no. See, that that's that's not the point. So when you trade like Theta Gang, when you do these high volume amount of trades, because you know we believe in the uh, law of large numbers, we believe in probabilities. We want all of our contracts to expire worth this. It might not happen, but we gotta sell a lot. Of contracts to get there we have to close a lot of contracts to get there so this 30 percent difference um, between all these other brokers and then the cheaper tasty works um, is just the biggest deal so um, this is just a uh, self flex for theta gang being uh, a partner with tasty works huge news this was announced uh, i believe two episodes ago and you know that was before all the commissions hype but i feel really good knowing that uh, i'm partnered with the best broker for options the cheapest broker for options their customer support is always live you can always comment to them or email them and they'll be telling you the same exact thing with all these numbers and making sure that you know you really believe in the tastyworks vision so um, there is a referral code and a link on thetagang.com where if you open up a new account with them and fund it by uh, I think I have it like two thousand bucks then you'll go ahead and get SMS messages for whenever Theta Gang um, opens up new trades as well as a flare and I'll be giving you a shout out on the next podcast episode. So um, big stuff are happening with Theta Gang and Tastyworks. Um, I'm trying to get a few more partnerships out the door as well. Um, but you know, rise and shine, rise and grind. Uh, Theta Gang is very much growing just as much as you are as a trader and I thank all of you for listening. Real quick, before I finish, uh, I just want to give an extended shout-out to uh, the newest Patreon supporter, Mr. John Pitchko, and then another shout-out to uh, Mr. IV. 
Um, Theta Gang is constantly growing, getting more help, more support every day. It's really cool seeing my email blow up sometimes. <laughs> not, not blow up. I mean, I get like maybe like one email like every two days, but it's, it feels still pretty cool. Um, but <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Real Theta Gang, or you can email me at Junie at ThetaGang.com for questions or concerns, bug reports, etc. Um, and you can also support the, the <laughs> support the channel. <laughs> Back when I had a YouTube, um, you can support the site at patreon.com slash thetagang. Uh, you'll get super sick perks like flares and the real-time trade alerts that I mentioned before that you'd get if you open up a Tastyworks account. In case if you already have an account with the best broker uh, for options. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's about it. I'm pretty happy with this episode. Thank you all for listening. Um, we are currently at like 370 users, 370-something for Thetagang. We keep on growing, we keep on growing, um, and we have like a hundred something followers on Spotify and Apple following. Like it's, this is nuts. It's really becoming a thing. Um, I really appreciate you guys listening. Um, be sure, you know, say hi or something on the website. I'm always there. And uh, yeah, have a great rest of your week and peace. Yeah. <sighs>